Welcome to the Saving Grace Adventist Church Sermon Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed by the Word of God. And so, today, as uh, Elder Campbell said, I'm going to be speaking with us under the caption, A Child of the King. A Child of the King. Let us bow our heads, loving Father. We thank you for having been so wonderfully good to us. You have made it possible for the intercessory prayer to include that the request, that great request, that you would speak through me, the preacher said, so that my presentation would draw us closer to you. Lord, we pray that that would be for us all a grand reality. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. A child of the king. Some of you were not alive when this happened. But in 1953, when King George V passed in England, his daughter, Elizabeth, who is now queen, was in Kenya in a tree house. You know, these houses they build in the trees like Tarzan. That's where she was when, when her father died. In a tree house all the way in Kenya. And at the time of her death, the people were looking at his successor in a tree house in Kenya. A child of the king. Amen. Not in England, but still a child of the king in a tree house in Kenya. Amen. A child of the king. Come to think of it. I've said that to say that it doesn't matter where we are. Amen. Doesn't matter where we are. As children of the Heavenly Father, we are children of the King. Amen. And on an individual basis, we may say with confidence, I am a child of the king, Amen. child of the king. Amen. Now, when we speak about kingship, we're talking about regal authority. Amen. Regal authority. In other words, when you think of a person with that status, you think of honor. Yeah. 
recognition. Amen. You know, with great admiration. Yeah. I can remember the days when a member of the royal family would come by visiting the islands way in the, in, down in the West Indies. And, and the people would go out by hundreds, thousands, to see this figure, this representative. Amen. It might be a prince, yeah. a princess, or the queen herself. But like a spectacle. A great spectacle. And folks would, would go out. And then there would be the red carpet. Yeah. Red carpet. For this dignitary to walk upon. Isn't that something? How do you... Let me ask you a question. Stretch your creative imagination to being that type person. Amen. Wouldn't you feel lifted up and, and, and filled with, 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 with that kind of what we call importance? I mean, bubbling over? I've said that to say this. That when we acknowledge the fact that we are children of the king, Amen. or on an individual basis, that I, I am a child of the king, then that should make me feel important. Amen. Important. And not only, not only should I feel important, but I should act like I am important. Amen. Like I am important. You see, we are admired. Admired. When you're a child of the king, you're admired. And, and people can be very meticulous about you. Oh yeah, when you're high and lifted up, or when you're in a, 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 a position of prominence and so forth, people are very meticulous about you. Oh yes, they're looking, they're checking the scene, and they're talking. They're talking. And so being a child of the king, it comes with a great, great responsibility. Yeah. And a, an awareness of status and a purpose to represent that status. Amen. You're following me so far, no? Amen. So that a child of the king is no ordinary person. No ordinary person. Now, Adam, as we look into the scripture, Luke chapter 3, and there at verse 38, it says that um, Enos, coming all the way down there, Enos, he was the, the son of, of Seth. And, and Seth was the son of Adam. I want you to see something here now. But then Adam was the son of God. 
son of God. And I listened to the storyteller speaking of importance and how that we've been made in the image of God. Amen. And the text is telling us here that Adam was the son of God and we are all Adam's children. Amen. We were all in that one man. When he sinned though, we were all in him when he sinned. Therefore, therefore, by choice, remember now, by choice, he fell from the position he had. Amen. He was there like an heir to the father's possession. Yes. And the Lord told him to look around. Huh? And everything you can see, look around. I want you to take care of everything. And, and, and you see these animals? Give them names. Look around. But by choice now, there was a pivotal point. By choice. Amen. He made a choice that was not in harmony with the kind of expectations that God had toward him. Amen. Was expecting him to deport himself as a child of the king. Amen. Son of God. Son of God. But he didn't. He didn't. And so he has created now a condition, a condition that God is all wrapped up into to be the benefactor of mankind. And that is the adoption now. Come on. The adoption. He had fallen from his estate. Just like the prodigal boy, I am no more worthy, he said, Amen. to be called a son. Remember that. But now I want you to accept me as a hired servant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to become, and we are, children of the Lord by adoption. By adoption. By adoption. But how, how, do we, how do we enter that condition? How do we get in there? How do we get in there? There's something special about this matter of Christianity. It's like, it's like whether you're going to travel by air or by sea. But you're going to travel. You're going to travel. And then when you step on <laughs> the airline, you mean business. 
real business. You're going, you're going, you're going to reach that destination by the transportation. Yeah. Oh yes. And if you're going by boat, when you step on board, you have the concept of a destination pretty soon, pretty soon. So I am saying here now that when we become children of the Lord, Amen. are you listening to me? Yeah. Uh, the mindset is on the promise yeah. that the blessed Lord has in store for all his people. Amen. The mindset. And it has been brought out in that story with the wine when the Lord um, turned the, the, the water into wine. And, and the owner, you know, the ruler, the big, the chap who, who put on the special program for the evening, he said, uh, but where did they have the, this wine all the time? Where did they have it? Why, why on earth did they keep it until the end? But there's a lesson in that. The lesson is, the best is yet to come. Amen. Come on now, folks. Amen. When it comes to dealing with the blessed Lord as a child of the family adopted, remember, yes. the best is yet to come. Amen. Amen. The best is yet to come. You haven't seen anything yet? I have not seen nor heard. That's what the scripture said. What the Lord has in store for them that, that love him and follow him. The best is yet to come. Best is yet to come. And so as a child of the king, we are not just existing as children of the king. We are not simply existing. We are existing with that kind of pride and dignity of a royal, a royal figure. Oh yes. So we deport ourselves according to our condition. Oh God is great. Brethren, when you look into this matter of Christianity, I heard it said a little earlier that if we're going to do good, we have to be fasting. Did you hear that? Up front, fasting and praying about it? Oh, yes, Sister Oxford said it from right up here. You must have heard. Oh, yes. You need to pay attention. All right. So I'm saying, came up here and said it. And she spoke about, you know, the woman at the well and so forth. It had connections with that. But if we're going to do good, if we're going to do good, if we're going to be classified as children of the Lord, obedient ones, she's indicating that we've got to be praying and fasting. Amen. I need to fast more. Amen. But listen, folks. This matter of being a child of the king, 
is greater than just uttering it. It's greater than that. Now, how do we become children of the king? We mentioned adoption. And here is a person in John chapter 3. When you look in there at verse 1, uh, here is a ruler, uh, a learned person, uh, not ordinary Nicodemus. Not an ordinary person, like a member of the Sanhedrin, a, a learned person. He came to Jesus now. Now we are talking about children of the king, and the child of the king came to Jesus, and, and, and he's going to give his big oratorial you know, presentation. And you say, oh, he said, by the way, we know that, uh, not I know, you know, it's, uh, we know, he said. He said, we know that thou art a teacher sent from God. Amen. Yeah, we know that. Because um, no one can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Now, no, come to think of it, you can't do that except God be with him. <laughs> well, Jesus, you know, you know, he he knows the intent. He he knows everything even before we can say. It. Amen. And so he was reading him correctly, yeah. and he said to him, "Verily, I say unto you." Except the man be born again. Now listen to this now, folks. Now we are talking about being a child of the king. And, 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 and Jesus said to him, except a man be born again, Amen. again, yes. he cannot see the kingdom of God. And what is the Lord talking about relevant to sonship or being a child of the king? Except you be born again, you cannot see. We're talking about now the mind's eye. Amen. The mind's eye. If the man doesn't have what we call a mindset on intentional obedience, he is not going to see, see what he's talking about. Amen. He's not going to understand through the mind's eye yes. what he's talking about. Cannot see. Yes. <laughs> well, he, you know, Jesus knew what he was doing. Yes. He was talking to a learned man. Yes. And so he, he took him, you know, uh, and, and put him to sit down good where he was. Yes. And say, now listen to me from where you are. Yes. Learned. You know? Got to be born again. 
<laughs> Nicodemus, now you're not being, being, being a biologist. I mean, a biologist, he, he knew his business, you know. Oh, yes. He knew his business. Well, study of anatomy, physiology, and all them things. Uh, how in the world is this going to be? He said, he said, just a minute. <laughs> he said, how can a man be born when he's old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Asking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the biologist is yeah. oh yes. He, he, he's not on, on the same wavelength. Mm? But Jesus wants him on, on the wavelength of adoption to be a son of God. Yes. Amen. A child of the king. He's telling him now how he's going to be. Yeah. How he's going to be. He, he wants to take him off on a tangent. <laughs> take him off. The Lord went back to him again. He said, Verily, truly, truly, yeah. I say to you, except a man be born of water Amen. and of the Spirit, yeah. he cannot, not see this time, he cannot enter. Uh, yes. What a difference! What a difference now. It's not a matter of a mindset now, it's a matter of reality. We are talking about reality now. No mindset business. I want you to know, Nicodemus, that this is the final analysis. I'm talking about what the end really is. Amen. And I'm telling you that this matter of being born again is very important. Amen. It is the it. Amen. For except you be born of the water, which is the cleansing, the washing away. I know the spirit, the mindset, Amen. and his guidance, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, guidance of the Holy Spirit, Amen. except the man has that sort of a makeup, the Lord Jesus said he cannot enter. Like one fellow said that uh, Peter is going to be at the gate, one of, one of the gates. So if this fellow might be a friend of Peter, you know, good friend, and he goes up to Peter and would say, well, Peter, you know, we got along good yeah. and so forth. I made a few mistakes, but can, can I come through? And Peach might say, well, well, yes, come through. You've been friendly with him. Not so, the Lord says, except a man be born again, he cannot enter Amen. the kingdom. Peter's favor is not, not enough. Not going to work. And please, let us do not have that picture. Let us not paint that picture of a, of, of a final, when we come to, to the gate business. No. Uh, listen to me, time is for preparation. Amen. Eternity is for the saints. Amen. Now time is a gap between eternity back then and eternity in the future. 
time is right in the middle. And, and, and so we are saying here, at the, and by the way, eternity didn't stop, although time came in. Amen. But time is for preparation. Amen. To exist in the eternity in the future. Amen. Which is also a chain reaction, so to speak. Amen. But the Lord wants us to have the adoption of sons and daughters. Amen. He wants us to be his. And there in Romans, in Romans chapter 8, verse 7, it said the carnal mind is, is enmity against God. And it's not subject. It's just not subject to the law of God. Neither can it be. And verse 8. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot, cannot please God. Amen. After Jesus said to Nicodemus, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom. He said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. It's right there. The very next verse. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Amen. He said, don't make it a big thing. And don't you quarrel. He said, marvel not that I say unto you. Yeah. You must be born again. It is imperative Amen. to enter the kingdom. Don't you make it any big thing. Don't go about arguing. Amen. <laughs> because it's not going to help you. No. <laughs> not going to help you rationalizing. It said you've got to be born again. And if Jesus who made mankind says if he's going to enter the kingdom, he's got to be born again, we must all accept it. Amen. So then we see it's either you're on the bank or in the river. Amen. There's no one foot in river and one foot on bank. Either on the bank or in the river. Because Jesus says it's an MUST. Must. Must be born again. Must. Must. Brethren, when I looked into a little bit of history, I see there that in 19, very early, 1903, the US government went into South America 
and set up a treaty there with the Panamanians for them to get a piece of Panama, which is known as the, the Canal Zone. The Canal Zone, about 10 miles wide and 40 miles long, almost in the, in the center of the Pacific, so to speak. You, you have, um, those of you who know about the Panama Canal, you, you'll understand what I'm talking about here. It was not a simple, simple project. I'm saying all this to show that in order for something that is going to benefit mankind to take place, it calls for sacrifice. Amen. Sacrifice. They set up this treaty, and it took the, the Americans 14 years to build the Panama Canal. And upward of $75 million. It wasn't a simple project. No. Not at all. But what it did, <laughs> what it did, it linked the Atlantic Ocean with the Pacific Ocean. And and if you wanted to go from, from California to New York at one time, you had to travel some 13,000 miles Amen. by sea. By sea. 13,000. And what happened? Now, it is made so easy that they only have to travel 5,200 miles. Amen. Come to think of it. Think of it. But it took sacrifice. Amen. A great sacrifice. The messianic prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 10, it says, and it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Listen to this. It, it pleased the Lord to bruise Jesus. To bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering. Listen to me. His soul an offering for sin. Amen. However, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. Amen. Prolong his days. He's going to see the result of his preaching, his teaching, and everything. He's going to see his seeds. Prolong his days, he's going to be resurrected. Oh, yes. He's going to prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord 
shall prosper in his hand. In other words, what's the pleasure of the Lord? The pleasure of the Lord is to see his people obeying him. And that's going to find prosperity in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why the Lord is saying if a man is going to enter into heaven, he must be born again. Because now he must be obedient to the Lord rather than disobeying him. But it wasn't a simple, it it didn't come simply. No, it wasn't a simple thing. It took, it took the life of the Son of God for us to be beneficiaries. Isn't it something? Paul, Paul even brought it out in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21. He had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God. In him. In him. Isn't that something? Provision has been made. Man cannot say that the Lord is not interested in his soul's salvation. Yes, he is. Look at what it it, it took the U.S. government to do, to to cause people to, to just cut that journey so short. And look at what it has caused heaven. For us to make it into the kingdom. Isn't that something? It doesn't matter where you are. You could be in Kenya in a tree. (laughs) In a tree house. Wherever you are. As a child of the king. You are important. You are important. She came down from the tree. She came down from the tree. Went into England. And took the crown. Isn't that something? I tell you, there's a crown awaiting all of us. Thank God. Why? Why? Because we have chosen to be children of the king. We have nothing to lose and all to gain. Did you hear me? Nothing to lose and all to gain. Being children of the Lord. Children of the Lord. I am so glad. I'm so glad. I'm a part of the family of God. Joined ears. That's what the scripture says. He says, if we be children, you read from verse 15 going down of the verse of, of this chapter 8, talking about if, if we are children of the Lord, then we are joined ears with Jesus. Joined ears with Jesus. That's that's true. True. And I want you to understand here that this is not a simple matter. Jesus has has now been united with his people in such a way that when we read Romans 8, 28, going down to 29, he said that, that, that he... He, the blessed Lord, when, when the time came for a change to take place, he, pre, he predestinated, you know, that, that the people who would come to him, those who, who come to him would be like brothers, brothers. 
And that Jesus now, don't think of it now. Jesus now, he's going to be like the shining star yeah. among them. Amen. But yet, it's one family. Amen. One family in Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, brethren, remember now. Remember now, in closing, the Lord has not called any one of us. Uh, my stepdaughter is going to remember this. But the Lord has not called any one of us to be presiding or a presiding judge. Amen. None of us. We are not called to be presiding judges. We are called to be stars. Now, Ma Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 says, Judge not that he be not judged. And when I mentioned, you know, we, we are not judges, we just examine the, the fruits. Fruits, fruits examine. But, but let us look at it good now. We said in Matthew, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1, Judge not that he be not judged. And then, when we go all the way over now in, into Daniel, chapter 12 and verse 3, it, it, it says, and they that be wise, think of it, shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Amen. They that lead many, that lead a lot of people to righteousness. They're going to shine. Well, you don't see they're going to shine, but that's what it means. It shall be as the stars forever. In other words, the Lord is not asking us to be judges. He wants us to be stars. Stars. And he brought it out very clearly in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 16. Let your light so shine as a prince and a princess. Let your light so shine before men as a star that men may see your good works Amen. and through it glorify your Father Amen. which is in heaven. Amen. Verse 18 of our scripture text. He says, I reckon, I reckon that the suffering, uh, because we have chosen to be children of the Lord, it's not going to be easy for us. It's not such an easy road. Uh, but Jesus stands beside us. Amen. He says, I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy not worthy to be compared, to compare with, the, with, with that glory Amen. that is going to be revealed in us. The glory. Think of it. A child of the king. You're suffering. Yes, in some cases, yes. But the suffering of his present time as a child of the king cannot, cannot be compared. The glory, the glory that is going to be revealed in us. 
In other words, as a child of the king, let the beauty of Jesus be seen in you. The beauty of Jesus on a daily basis. On a daily basis. It's a challenge for us, folks. And like our dear sister said, it, can't, it doesn't come by wishing. It doesn't come by wishing. It comes by depending on the blessed Lord, our source of power, our resource of strength. Amen. And so let's just keep leaning on him. Let's just keep, just keep following him because obedience is the key a Christian experience. Amen. And as a child of the king, as a child of the king, you walk around with dignity and purpose. Admirable. Because you're making your loyalty to God admirable. Amen. So you walk around admirably. Isn't that something? People admire you admire you. You have a status that they can't take from you because it's God who gave it to you. Amen. A child of the king. Amen. So feel good. Amen. Feel strong. Yes. Feel protected. Yes. Feel hopeful. Amen. Being a child of the king. Thank God I am a child of the king with Jesus my savior you want to say this with me would you stand with Jesus my savior I am I am a child of the king hallelujah please remain standing for the closing number may God bless your heart and may you always feel that way a child of the key. Thank you for listening to today's message. We are always encouraged to know how God is working through this ministry to touch lives. If you have a story to share of how God is working in your life, please let us know by sending an email at podcast at savinggracesda.org. As the Holy Spirit impresses you, you may also support this ministry financially by visiting savinggracesda.org.